Empire. Deal back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assists from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took his in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up, is mine? We're not going to be fucking sunk this year with the Stanley Cup champions! This podcast is all over social media, so follow us on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod, Instagram at Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. Also, the Facebook group, just search Beltway Sports Bros Podcast. And you can also find us at BeltwaySportsBros.com. There's a podcast player right on the front page. If someone you know doesn't want to or know how to download a podcast app or even knows what a podcast is, just tell them to go to the website and hit play. Simple as that. Hello, this is the Beltway Sports Bros, and this is Noel Vazana. I'm going to be running alone today. Matt is out of town on a kumbaya work camp thing, and he will be out for today, but he'll be back on Friday's show. And on Friday's show, we'll be having Joel Corey with us to analyze the cap and go over things with the Washington football team. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, Matt's on lockdown with his with his work buddies. And I just don't understand why they do those things. You know, those little campfire things, trying to talk about how we can be better as a company and all that shit. It's just absolutely ridiculous. You are there with those people at work because they are fellow employees, not because they're your friends. And these managers come up with these ideas and, I don't know, run analytics or whatever the hell they do, thinking that having these campfires and having these bullet point meetings is all of a sudden going to motivate people more. It's not. Everyone dreads them. And um, I feel bad for him. I'd rather be doing this and I feel kind of good, feel kind of free. I know he's not right now and his Wings are clipped, but I'm happy to be here. And, you know, we're just going to have some small talk. I'm going to go over a few topics, a few honestly kind of funny things that um, that were in the news lately and um, kind of see where the time takes us. So enjoy. So one of the things that I wanted to start out with was I'm sure a lot of people have seen it and I know that a lot of people have talked about it is this Deion Sanders press conference. So just to give you a little backstory on it, and I'll, I'll send out the clip in case people haven't heard it, but basically they had a warm-up game or a spring game. He's the coach for Jackson State, the head coach, and they were playing Edward Water. Ended up beating him, kicking the hell out of him, 53 to nothing. Great win, all that. I know that's high on everybody's sports list of things to watch, but that's not the part everybody watched. The part that everybody watched was the post-press conference when he went off. Um, Basically, well, let me have you listen to the clip, and then uh, we can kind of go from there. God bless you. Appreciate you and everything. I'm pissed off right now because I have mixed emotions. We won. Kids played really well. While the game was going on, somebody came in and stole every darn thing I had in my locker room, in the coach's office. Credit cards, wallet, watches. Thank God I had on my necklaces. How? 
So when I talk about equality and raising the standards, and that goes for everyone, man. Not just the people on the field, not just the coaches, not just the teachers, not just the faculty, but that's everybody, security in everybody. So how do you think it feel coming back after just teary-eyed because the guys presented me with the game ball, one of the best moments I've ever had in my professional sports career emotionally. And then you go into your locker room, your coach's office to digress, and you notice and you don't even have a phone to, to call your mama, to call your girl, to call your, your kids because it's been stolen. You don't even have the the scully hats that you wore here. We're going to find out who did it. So, yeah, th- that's it. Uh, so, basically, you know, during the game, goes, as you could hear, goes in to pick up his stuff afterward, and it's not there. Phone, whatever other valuables and crap that he had. And um, that wasn't the first time since he's been living in Jackson. Uh, he moved down there in, in December, and apparently somebody stole a boom box out of his car. First off, what are you still in like 1991 Falcons, Dion? I mean, who has a boom box? I don't know. It was just funny. So the guy found out that he stole Dion's boom box and gave it back. So that was the first instance. This one, I guess after the fact, after he went off and as you could hear, went ape shit in the press conference about people stealing his stuff, they found it. They miraculously found everything after the press conference. So this guy looks like he has egg on his face. So he doesn't say, oh, shit, sorry. You know, I apologize to Edward Water or whoever the hell was the person that steal it. He starts to double down with it. And the story gets a little bit squirrely because he says that one of his employees caught the dude, but she was a girl, so she couldn't fight the shit from him. Whatever it was, the fact is the stuff was found. Then people started coming out with, well, it was miscommunication. He doubled down again and said, nah, this shit was stolen. We're going to find the man who did this, all this crap. And then there was a statement sent out, and I'll read that to you. This was an official statement regarding the incident from the University of Jackson State. Immediately following our win today, several items belonging to Coach Prime. Coach Prime. I mean, really, though? Coach Prime, in an official letter, in an official letter, come on. I mean, you're the head coach of a football team. Get over it. So anyway, Coach Prime were taken from the locker room. Those items were quickly recovered and returned. While we consider this an isolated incident, we are thoroughly reviewing security protocols to ensure that this doesn't happen again. However, we refuse to let this dampen the victory of our JSU Tigers, who have worked hard for this moment. We want them to enjoy this time as we look forward to more game-winning celebrations in the future. Ashley Robinson, JSU Vice President and Director of Athletics. Well, then he shouldn't have said anything, right? Why can't you keep this shit in-house? I get it, you're pissed, but couldn't you let it play out first? All of a sudden, somebody found it, and no, it was stolen. And what they do? Tackle the dude. Where's the story at? You come out, first game as your head coach, and this is the shit that happens. And I get it. You're pissed off about the stealing stuff. I understand. And it just happened as you're going out there. He says, you know, like he said on the thing, looking for my phone, trying to call my mom, no phone. Fine. But let it play out, man. Again, I've always said, 
24-hour rule. Settle down, assess the situation, and then take it from there. And now because the guy looks like a fool and it potentially just could have been, in some parts it says that some of his employees were securing the items, moving them, making sure that the valuables weren't in open view, or he says that they were in his bag, I don't know. But regardless of the fact, there's no sense in you bringing it up to the press. You know your first game, and because you're quote-unquote prime time, that this shit's going to be all over the news. Because any other time, no offense to Jackson State, but nobody gives a shit. And you proceed to rant and rave about it, and then double down on Twitter when you see people questioning it. Well, let it play out, and be happy about your victory, and be a professional. I mean, what do you think was going to be resolved during the press conference? Somebody was going to raise their hand and apologize and say, it was me. It was me. I'm sorry, Prime. It's funny, so I wanted to talk about it, but get your act together. Win some games like your vice president said. Move forward, enjoy it, get the game ball, and shut the hell up. And worst comes to worst, go buy yourself another phone. Or next time, lock it up. How about that? Enjoy your boom box and your cell phone again. But now it looks like Jackson State is unprofessional. You called out the security, called out this, you called out that, that things need to get better. Do it to your vice president. Do it at the kumbaya like, like Matt's at. Do it at that shit. Don't do it to the public after your first game. So, moving on to another rant slightly, and another one that you may have seen that's kind of all over the news, another one that probably wouldn't have even been a ticker, the Cam Newton heckler. <laughs> so, let's play the clip and uh, get your reaction. Honestly, I can't understand half of what the hell they're saying, but it's funny. The interaction with this dumb punk teenager is funny, so I figured it was worthy of talking about. You ask, you're a free agent, you're a free agent, I'm rich. you're a free agent, I'm rich. you're about to be poor, I'm rich. you're about to be poor, you're about to be poor, I'm rich. you're a free agent, I'm rich. you're a free agent, I'm rich. Where's your daddy at? Let me talk to your dad. Let me talk to your dad. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. You're a free agent. You ask. So there it is. Another one. Another great little clip there. Like I said, I don't know. You can't hear a lot. There's a lot of back and forth. and But you know that hits home when Cam heard free agent. And the kid kept saying it over and over again. Free agent. Oh, that hits home. Especially when he still thinks he is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And that that is a sour taste in his mouth. When he knew he was a free agent before popping into New England. And now after where... He might be waiting a little bit of time to find a home again. But first off, you know, I have my opinions on Cam. I think he's an arrogant asshole. He thinks he's better than he is. I think he thinks he's better than a lot of people. He's done a lot of great things on the football field. There's no denying that. But he's an arrogant prick. And he got a little bit of his comeuppance with this kid. You know, you're on TV, you're arrogant, you say shit in press conferences, and now you're getting a little bit from a 17-year-old of the same shit that you give. But... But this is a sponsored a thing that he sponsored for these kids to come in. Just to give you a little premise, it was a seven-on-seven tournament, which he was sponsoring, bringing in teams, having them perform, trying to help them along to maybe join a university, join a football team there, get showcased a little bit. Took time out of his day. He doesn't have to do this shit. Like he said, I'm rich. 
I don't give a shit. He could sit home. He doesn't have to play another down of football and he'll be fine, let alone go out with these fucking punk teenagers. So he took time out of his day. He goes down there. He's doing this shit. He's trying to give a little pep talk before the stuff. And this kid from the back is heckling him with this free agent shit. And yeah, typical teenagers. You know, we all dealt with them. We've all been one. He engaged. And he engaged more. And that's where it kind of went downhill. But who the fuck does this teenager think he is, man? I don't give a shit. We've all done dumb shit as teenagers. I'm not calling him out for that. I've done plenty of dumb stuff as a teenager. But there's respect for another person. Especially an adult. And especially in the format of football. When you've got a Heisman winner. MVP. Super Bowl appearance. Has a lot of the accolades that anybody would kill for. And you're shitting on this guy? And he brought you, you came to him. He sponsored this thing. We can use all the teenage excuses that we want about people are, they're stupid. They, they talk before they think. This is just utter lack of respect. And this, I'm sure this isn't the first time that he's done something like that. Because if he's doing this to Cam Newton, you can guarantee he's doing it to some fucking substitute teacher. Okay? I mean, he thought he was a big shot. He should have been treated like one. If he was one year older, Cam might have kicked the shit out of him. I just don't understand it. And on top of everything else, you're there for recruitment, dude. That tape's a bad look on you, partner. Who the fuck is going to want you? You know, First off, you're a little shrimp anyway, this little kid. I don't give a damn how fast you are, how good your hands are. A recruiter sees that tape. They're not going to like what they see. And especially on the part we didn't show that clip and you're not going to be able to really see it without the video, but you should go look at it, is the second part. The first part was a little banter back and forth and Cam lightened it up with I'm rich, kind of a stupid statement, but whatever. Then he goes back to the kid later on and he tries to talk to him and say, hey, where's your effort? How are you doing? He kind of said it like a dick, but he was still trying to reach the kid. This kid proceeds to be a teenage asshole, spitting down at the ground in front of Cam while he's talking. Basically looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you going to do about it? Oh, yeah? Well, what's going to happen is I'm going to go back to my mansion and you're going to go back to wherever the fuck you are and that's where you're going to stay. That's where the really the part that pissed me off. Because Cam could have just said, fuck it. We had our little shit going back over to my team and whatever. He tried to reach the kid and the kid bowed out. On top of that, trying to make Cam look bad again. Spitting down at the ground. Who the fuck do you think you are, dude? And I can't believe I'm, bl- I'm defending Cam, but this is defendable. So what happens after this? This kid sends out some apology. My parents didn't raise me this way. Yada, yada, yada. Thank you, Cam, for having the camp and all this bullshit. What's done is done, buddy. And we all rebound from mistakes. But that goes to the core of the person, though. That goes to the character of the person when you do shit like that. What was to gain? Did he think that he was going to get street cred? No. You're the one that looks like the idiot in this. To me. And that's why you're apologizing for it. I guarantee fucking tea. When his parents saw that shit, they were like, Boy, you better put something out now. After he got his ass whooped. I could only imagine one of my kids doing something like that. They'd be dead meat. Dead meat. 
I have pushed you. I have sent you to these camps. I have done this. I have done that to make you better because this is where you want to go in life. And this is what you do with the opportunity? Stupidity. Utter stupidity. So I guess we're on kind of the stupidity train. But Dion's a grown man and he did something stupid, in my opinion. At least this kid was 17 years old, but people need to start having some survival instincts and understand their audience and read the room. Really need to read the fucking room. I just... Free agent. Spitting in front of him. Unbelievable. One last thing. Then the coach gets in between him on the second, on the second video. And you would have thought that the coach would have taken the side of Cam. No, he enabled both of them as if it were a 50-50 conversation. As if it were an argument between two grown men. He should have put that little prick in his place. And said, who the fuck do you think you're talking to, buddy? You see who you're talking to right now. I don't care that he's Cam. He's a grown damn man. He's an adult. We do not honor our elders in this country anymore. Everything's smash and grab. Everything's instant gratification and what you can get out of a situation. And if you don't, fuck them. And that's what happened here. And the coach enabled it. Trying to like be mediator between a fucking punk 17-year-old and a grown man. It was ridiculous. So, hey, live and learn. And he's, he learned the hard way. And I hope it doesn't cost him in recruiting, but I think that it will. If he was decent. I mean, if he's a five-star, four-star recruit, he's going to go wherever the hell he wants regardless. But if he's one of those tweener guys that was on the cusp that needed a real good day that day, he's fucked. All right. So, on Washington football team news, another scumbag, another idiot. I mean, I've talked about him in previous podcasts. It's Jeff Bezos. So he's popping his Weasley head out of the ground now, coming back into the uh, Washington football team fray. I guess he spoke with some Baltimore investing firm about potentially buying a portion of Washington football team. Now, there's two minority owners that won out. They won it out for a long time. They were using the name as the excuse, yada, yada. Apparently, that wasn't the reason. So now they, they still won out. And uh, Bezos is rearing his ugly head in this, and he's kind of looking in to see how he can finagle his way into the football team and take minority ownership out of these two owners, minority owners, which I think is a backdoor way of him trying to take control of this football team because I don't see Bezos as the type that's going to be a minority owner of anything. I mean, shit, it's just not going to happen. I don't know if Snyder and Bezos, what type of relationship they have, but I just don't see that coexisting. Everybody loves Amazon. Put in an order for a pair of uh, indoor soccer shoes yesterday, right? Supposed to be here in a couple days. Got here a day early. When the hell do you see that kind of shit? It was crazy. I was like, damn, got here early. Awesome. Nobody thinks about the bodies that this guy has climbed on in order to get to where he is, Okay. You can already see the writing on the wall when it comes to this football team and what he's attempting to do. Bought the Washington Post, has done everything in his power in order to smear Snyder's name. From the allegations, potentially are legitimate, but it's all coming out of the Post. Magically, after he owns it, he's stepping down from Amazon in 2021. One of the headquarters that he has, he put in Arlington. D.C. area is starting to become his home. He's going to be bored in 2021. He's going to want something else to do. Another adventure. And I think the football team is that. But for me, I think it's a huge mistake. Now, it would be different if there was no cap. (laughs) 
<laughs> if there was no cap, I'd be like, hell yeah, man. He could own the whole league with the amount of money that he has. So sure, bring him on. But with a cap, as long as the owner isn't bankrupt, as long as it's not Enron, who gives a shit? They're going to be able to pay the salaries. They're going to be able to meet the cap. It's like $180 million this year going into 2021. Snyder will be just fine. You don't need to be the richest man on earth to own a football team. But for me, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And we know the devil we have in-house. And we've known him for a long time now. Amazon and Bezos have their demons. Okay? In June of 2020, location in Pennsylvania, we know. Basically a glorified high-tech sweatshop. Begging for protocol for the pandemic. Nothing. You know what happened there? 50 employees. You can't afford protocols? You can. You'd just rather spend it on your mistress, I guess. 50 employees came down with it. Two months after that, they decided to implement some things. And you know what happened also at that location? A 20-year-old died from COVID. A 20-year-old. For a 20-year-old to die, unless they're freaking 600 pounds, that's a feat. Unless they have some pre-existing conditions or something like that. But if you're, if you're a 20-year-old working those boxes at Amazon, you're probably in pretty goddamn good shape. Dead. Didn't even tell the fellow employees. Didn't send out a letter. Not an RIP. Not a card for everybody to sign. Nothing. Be careful what you wish for, everyone. This guy didn't make his millions and billions for being a nice guy. Unfortunately, most don't. We know what we have with Snyder. It's not great. It's not good. It's honestly, it's bad. But things are turning a little bit. I feel that things are getting better. The atmosphere, whatever's behind us is behind us. But it's getting better. You can feel it with the team. So for me, I'm good with Mr. Snyder. Can Bezos probably buy a stadium on his own and say fuck the taxes and all that? Yes. I'm sure he could he could buy DC if he wanted to. But at what cost? Who's going to be building that stadium for him? Is it going to be like Qatar for the World Cup? I don't trust the dude. I love his website. I'm not, you know, going to be like a vegan or some shit and say, "Hey, uh that's not vegan." Hey, use Amazon all you want to. Walmart shit too. I don't mind going there. Target. Those soccer balls are made over in Indonesia by kids. I need a soccer ball. What am I supposed to do? But at least it's behind the curtain. And he's going to be doing that part anyway. Do you want that representation as your owner? You're going from one to the other? From Snyder that's got his own demons to another one? What is Bezos going to bring to the table that's going to be so grandiose what, build a new training center for his team that doesn't affect you in any way? A new stadium that they're fighting to build anyway? What, what is he going to bring to you? I don't see it, but I can tell you it's going to be in the discussion for a while. I can tell you he's picking and prodding at this thing, and we're going to be talking about it for a bit. And it's going to be serious news if he becomes a minority owner, and that's going to be a battle that I'm that I'm going to want to see, and I think everybody else is going to want to see as well as where does it go from there. Because Snyder ain't going anywhere. We could put that out of our mind. So if Bezos wants to go toe-to-toe with them, yes, monetarily, he kicks Snyder's ass. But as far as being a dick, shit. He's got a battle on his hands. So that part I'd like to see, but I don't want it to 
stunt the growth of the development of this football team in the process. So if it's just going to be them splitting minority owner, uh, majority owner, and this and that, stay away, Bezos. Stay away. There's enough problems in the front office that we have. We don't need that on top of everything else. So do us a favor and enjoy your new wife or whatever the hell she is and whatever it is you billionaires do with your time. Go buy an island somewhere. Try to figure out how to live longer. Isn't that what you rich people do is like try to find some freaking oxygen tank or some shit to live in or decapitate your head and freeze it somewhere so maybe you, they can bring you back years from now. Isn't that in a movie? So yeah, go do that. Figure out how to cure cancer. You got plenty of money for that. Go do something with your time. Don't fuck with my football team. That was, uh, that's my rant for the day. I had to get it out. I haven't been able to uh, go off on Matt because he's been at that bullshit that he's at. Again, Matt will be back on Friday's show as well as we're going to have Joel Corey. I'm really excited about that. He's going to go over the cap stuff. Now that the cap is reduced, see what Washington can do with that cap. Maybe some free agency talk and um, some maneuverability that they have. That's going to be a really fun show. I'm really excited about it. So thanks for joining me, and um, we'll see you on Friday. 